Well, the only way that we could actually attempt to understand the tzefi, this inyan of the avoda of the three weeks, having to do with actually finding tears, finding crying, we're going to see it tonight. I think we're going to see right now something very special. Rav Sasson explains that these days were nitkenu libchia vekeev al chisron hamikdash vechurbano v'an nefilat ateret roshenu v'siluk ha-shechina mi'itano. If it's hard for you to focus on the fact that we don't have a base on Mikdash, try understanding what it means that the Shekhinah was nistalek from us. What is that? Okay, a bite not being there, a building not being there is one thing. But if I stop and say, okay, but what does that mean that the Shekhinah is nistalek meitano? We may have an easier way of getting into the heart of the three weeks when we focus less on building, as beautiful as that building was, if we go more to the inyan of understanding what it means the Shekhinah has left us. The Shekhinah is not here anymore. Especially when we say every single day, that's the prayer. Every day, like, your Shekhinah, Hashem, bring it back to Yerushalayim. Bring your Shekhinah back to Yerushalayim. So he quotes here a pasuk in Yishaya, a very beautiful pasuk. The, the pasuk says in Yishaya, Navi, HaMaskirim et Hashem al domi lachem. Those that remind Hashem of something every single day. He says, those that are reminding Hashem, Hashem, don't ever stop reminding Hashem something. What shouldn't you stop reminding Hashem? Rav Sasson says, those maskirim, these people that are like knocking on heaven's door all the time and saying, we're not letting you off the hook. We're not letting you forget. What aren't we letting Hashem forget? Those 
שאינם מתפשרים כלל עם הקלקול שבהווה. This is the word. These מזכירים את השם, how do I know from the level to remind God of the fact that he's still in pain over Churban Abayit, that he doesn't have else, who could be on that level? So it's very simple. Those in, in, in Hebrew, the, the word they use here is mitpashrim. What does litpashr mean in English? To compromise. Those that are not willing to compromise. Those that are not willing to compromise on the Shekhinah being returned to, to Yerushalayim. Now this is, a very, this is a very deep inyan, this cuts through everything. Even with all the Kedusha that's in our lives, and Baruch Hashem that is coming back, it was very, very fast, 1948, it's kind of been pretty slow since then, on a, on a macro level, right? On a macro level. On a micro level every single second. But where in our lives do we compromise, even when it comes to Kedusha, where I actually say, you know what, thank you so much, Hashem. This is more than I could have ever imagined. The Mazkirim never say those words. They never say, Hashem, this is more than I could ever imagine, thank you. Maybe they say it, but they always add another sentence to it. They say like this, Hashem, this is more than I could ever imagine, but I know that you want me to ask for so much more. I know you don't want me to compromise, even on all the good that already exists. Because the danger is being okay with a Yerushalayim that's shkinalis. That's a, it's a grave danger. And the pain that we have, mamash batkufa azot, this pain, you can keep it on, the pain that we have during this tkufa is over where in my life have I, let's be honest, have I compromised? Have I compromised on my concepts of myself? Where did I compromise? Now the gravest, this is an amazing thing, I was learning with Jonah this morning and we saw something beautiful. This is from the, there's a sikha from the Slonim Rebbe at the end of Bamidbar on Bein HaMitzarim. And he says like this, the mashma'ut shel avelut al Beit HaMikdash, what does it mean to mourn over Beit HaMikdash? E hashlama im churbano v'tshuka lebinyano. E hashlama. What does it mean to be shalem? To be, ani mashlim im zeh. I accept. I accept. I have officially accepted this is how it's going to be. This is probably as good as it's going to get. He says, welcome to Tishavav and welcome to Bein HaMitzarim. It's like couples. It's the easiest thing over here. Couples that at a certain point in life, after a certain years of marriage, they realize, okay, this is just about as good as it could get, that we'd only kill each other every third day. This is probably as good as it's going to get. Saying, that's, that's a churban abayit. Ze churban. That's destruction. Yisrael, enam mashlimim l'rega echad im ze shebekta mikdash charev. Ram Yisrael, in our Pneumius, we're not shalem for one second. We're not complete, we don't accept it for one second. That the Beit HaMikdash is charev. Now, now the question we have to ask ourselves is, How does it express itself in my daily life that I have not accepted the Churban Abayit? I accept that it actually happened, but how does it come to, you know, in, in my daily life, how does it come that I actually have not come to terms and I don't accept the fact that Yerushalayim has, was destroyed, and even if it's being rebuilt. Yeah. Like, whenever I see people taking smiley pictures in front of the Kotel, that's, that's, that's an amazing, amazing analogy, because, like, uh, 
for years, I always said like this, you know what the kotel's, what, what other word in Hebrew the kotel spells? Play around with the letters a little bit. Huh? That's one of them. Tochal, you could do, you, you could. You could, you could do more. But it also, telchu, you keep on walking to the other, you're not, Maza, you think we came back to be at the kotel? Did we actually come back after 2,000 years so we could take selfies at the kotel? Chas v'shalom. God forbid. God forbid. That's called a hashlama. That's mamash a hashlama. That's okay. I'm shalem that I, that I never dreamt I could have the kotel. I never dreamt you could have the kotel. No one told you to dream of the kotel. You're told to dream about the whole thing. What you, where'd you stop? So listen how he quotes here. You know, whenever... I always get excited. In Slonim, one of the grandfathers of the dynasty of Slonim is Rabbi Moshe Kubriner. Moshe Kubriner has these sharp words. They, get, they go right... They cut through everything. Mamish, everything. Listen to this word of Rabbi Moshe Kubriner. He says, Hagarua biyoter hu kasher mashlimim im amatzav kmotshu. Bekach ha'ason ha'gadol biyoter hu kasher yehudi mashlim שאפשר לחיות גם בלי בית המקדש. רב משה קוביני says the most dangerous thing in the world, ממש dangerous. It's not if you eat שרף. It's not if you're מחל שabbos. Those are averas. Those are averot. But the worst thing that in, in your avodat anefesh is if you are literally okay with the fact that ad mevesrim you're going to go to your kever and you won't see the rebuilding of the בית המקדש. If you've accepted that in your heart. Mamash, if you've accepted that in your heart. I was on the phone earlier today, I had the privilege, I was on the phone with Rav Ginsburg today. And he ended off the conversation, and though he just said, he said, okay, Mashiach now. Just like, it was like a, it wasn't an ant, it's not a slogan. It's like a, it's just saying, it's like a slogan. We're in the three weeks right now. What else am I going to tell another year when I'm on the phone with them? To change, to bring an awareness of the need to change. Rav Sasson says like this, the avoda of b'chiyah during the three weeks is, what have I already agreed on? What have I already accepted? Where have I already compromised in terms of my vision and in terms of what I'm supposed to be crying over? Once I realized that I have so many compromises already with Hashem and with the bigger picture, ah, because those, the next level of crying is those that are always constantly reminding Hashem, you told us to always remind you, to not let you off the hook. This is what you want. This is a b'chiyah. He says over here a beautiful thing. Crying over the compromises. B'chiyah zohi lemaaseh milchama bayeush ubarifion. This type of crying is waging war against despair, against being, being in despair, and all the weakness that's in our avodat Hashem. Ki adam alul leyaesh atzmo min ha'geula b'sha'ashirei ta'uma rechoka mishlemuta u'mesuvevet bayot mi'bayit u'michutz. It's like he's speaking about mamash today. So the person can easily come to despair when it comes to redemption, at a time that he's looking at the nation and it seems that it's so far from. You're looking at the Am, look at us today, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I know, I'm sure in our heart of hearts, everyone's so madly in love with each other, but 
anywhere outside of the heart of hearts, it doesn't seem like that at all. So a person could fall into such easy despair. It's a ribbono shel olam. Ima bichal yesh la'avod. Ad shigomar avdati kvatainu. Until a person says, listen, I have to be honest, I really don't have any hope. I really don't have any hope in what I see in front of me. Yehush ze yotzer nituk mehaatid umamitziyut hamitukenet. When I start going into compromise, and when I start looking at what I see in front of me as this is what it is, it disconnects me from everything that I'm supposed to be looking forward to. Everything. It pulls me away from looking at what I'm supposed to be expecting to see. וגורם לאדם להשלים בלית ברירה עם המצב הנתון, ומתוך כך אך יבוא להתרצות בו, בכך שיעסוק רק בחיפוש הטוב שבהווה, ויחדל מלקוות לשינוי. This is so deep. Rav Sasson says, what, what could happen to a person that already compromised on the bigger picture is that he'll just try to find נקודות of light that he could just harbor on and bank on and say, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it'd be, and be fine with that. Saying, there's a danger in that as well, because that's a hashlama. It may bring you to being shalem with the matzav that exists. It's a very deep concept, what he's saying over here. And I'm going to say it again in Hebrew, and I'm going to say it again in English. The danger is, is that when I see such brokenness in front of me, and I've already compromised in my life, I'm thinking of the bigger picture of it. I'm going to start to search all over the place for my own sanity just to find nekudot of light. And once I find a little bit of light, I'll be like, okay, thank God at least I found that. That's not how you talk during the three weeks. Maybe it's good for the whole year. But during the three weeks, any nekuda of or, which is always important to focus on, cannot fill your heart. It should not fill your heart. Because if it fills your heart, but it causes you to be shalem with the matzav, no one won anything. No one won anything. So I always say that this is very much reminiscent of the difference, a slight difference in the davening in Shemona Nusach Ashkenaz and Nusach Sfar, but I noticed that it's even in a few different Nusachot of Sfar that people don't say it. I can live in a state of hoping that something is going to happen that's going to be better, or I can live in a state of expecting it to happen, that it's going to be better, the big, big better. It's for you salvation that I hope. Bezrat Hashem every day. Comes Nusach Sfar. I don't know what it says in here. I know in my Siddur that I either I imagine this and I put this in, and, but this is my Nusach. And then these two magical words. How do I know if I'm really... If I'm really... How do I know if I'm really living a life that I expect to see it? Is that... This is not just a nice thing that I'm supposed to say. I have an expectation to see all these things. But I can only really have a tzafi. If, I've not, if I haven't compromised before. This, Rav Sasson says, is the avenue towards understanding how to cry during the three weeks. It's a crying over my own, my own churban that I gave up on, places in life that I gave up on myself, and I'm okay that I'm just not completely destroyed, that I'm still crawling. David HaMelech says in Tehilim, Mekimi me'afardal, 
מהשפות ירים אביון, הקדוש ברוך הוא, you raise me up from, from dull dust, עפר דל, מהשפות ירים אביון, from the, from the trashes, you lift up an אביון, the poor man. But the end of that פסוק is even deeper. In order to what? To just not be on the floor? What's the next? מקים עפר דל, מהשפות ירים אביון, להושיבי עם נדיבים, עם נדיבי עמו. You lift me up in order to sit on the, on the dais, להושיבי עם נדיבים, עם נדיבי עמו. In today's day and age, Tush above gets worse and harder and harder, because as long as this whole dream of coming back to Eretz Yisrael and building this Medina, and the Zion, and the religious Zionist entity is not fully, fully infused with a conscious focus on much more than just the establishment of a state for national purposes, that's still a compromise. It's not why we came here. We came here for the big picture. We should be privileged somehow to have enough guts to check in with ourselves and say, where have I compromised? Where did I stop dreaming big? And Bezrat Hashem cry from such a deep place asking Hashem to, to banish from within me all the places of compromise so that I could actually do what you want me to do. And that is not let you off the hook. Not let you off the hook until Bezrat Hashem every single Jew will know that you absolutely love them. Every human being in the world will absolutely love them. And that can only happen when the Shekhinah is back in the Beis Amigdash in Yerushnayim 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 Thank you.